My daddy, Alabama. Mama Louie. <laughs> oh, wait. We ain't gonna start like that. We ain't gonna start like that. My fault. My fault. How come we ain't? Because I just my... made myself to death, <laughs> to death. honey. <laughs> the trap has is back, niggas. Suck <laughs> on my balls. Pause. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's I just calm bla- down. I am the first black woman to perform to headline at Coachella. Let's calm Ain't down. That a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's just get into another episode of two chicks talking shit uh we gonna say v for a few more moments because mm-hmm. you know if we start we just go go all the way because right. she she has done it again but i'm not gonna go there i'm not right i'm not gonna start there what i am okay. gonna start with is your homegirl wendy williams oh honey she's been busy <laughs> <laughs> not so much booked but she is definitely she ain't booked <laughs> but she busy yes so Wendy Williams has officially filed for divorce from her husband Kevin there, it should be a round of applause right there <laughs> oh okay hold on yay <laughs> I mean, yeah, so apparently they've been married for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mistress just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she's no longer wearing her wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this is could be a multi-million dollar settlement. I'm sure it will be. I, I mean... Wendy ain't broke. I think she got a little coin. Yeah. Um, I do know that she's all they've they just said it's unreconcilable differences. Um, she asked him to move out the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants the bag. Of course he do. I heard and he 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 did a public apology <laughs> or whatever. But that's all that was all for, for show because so that he can sacrifice that so he can make sure he secure that bag sir we don't care we don't care (laughs) we don't care so here's my thing just because so you realize after you cheated on your wife and had a baby that you done done wrong you done messed up now you want to publicly apologize you wasn't trying to get your life together before so now now all of a sudden when you realize that you about to be a broke nigga you like uh oh uh oh right uh oh but but I don't even think it's about him you know he gonna I mean he know he gonna get some type of money Either way it go, but I think with this apology, what he was trying to do was show his part in her career and make sure he mm. can secure that, secure the bag. Like I've, I've been her executive producer, blah 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 for. Well, you're not no more. A hundred years. Yeah, she was like, oh yeah, fire that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wait, he's the ex- no, not anymore. Fire him. Um, take his security pass. Take his ID. Um, he's not allowed in the building. Take him off the payroll. Yep. So, so, I mean, I ain't gonna say I'm happy for it because divorce is a terrible thing. Yeah. But you know, I hope she finds happiness and peace with this. 
Mm-hmm. No. I saw, did you just see, uh, she was saying something. I saw it on Charlemagne's Instagram where he posted a video and she was saying uh, that somebody, DJ, somebody had... Uh- yeah, so years ago, um, before both of them were pretty big, uh, Wendy Williams and Charlemagne worked together. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I don't want to say a co-host, but like, he was on her show mm-hmm. back when she was on the radio and she was just doing all of, basically what, you know, what we do here, talk a little bit about pop culture, interview celebrities, right. that kind of stuff. And we so, interview they, celebrities, girl? Girl, we speak it, gosh. Okay, we interview some celebrities. We got celebrity <laughs> interviewers in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Keep saying it. We so are we aren't lucky. We're loved by the oh. Father. <laughs> Come on now. You, you you started your week off with a little bit of Jesus. Now Girl, you don't I've been, know how I've been Jesusing it up all week. Just oh, <laughs> it is his week. Okay, it that's is his week. Let's go back. It is um, his week. <laughs> So, I don't even know how I deal with you. Uh, so, but they fell out um, pretty big, mm-hmm. and they haven't really been on the be- best of terms for a really long time. And um, I think DJ Booth was the DJ. You know how DJ Envy is the DJ mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club. DJ Booth was the DJ, and then you had Charlemagne and Wendy. And so, Booth and Charlemagne, I guess, have asked her out to dinner. Um, and she said she'll have them as a double date or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, th- I think it's good. I think um, the reason that they are, you know, jumping to take her out and, you know, just be her support system because, you know, she doesn't have that many friends in the industry if you really think about it. True. <laughs> so um, they probably just glad that that nigga got the way. Right. And. I think uh, her ex, soon to be ex husband, got donkey the other day. Yeah, the other day on the Breakfast Club. And I was, <laughs> I was just about to say. I think the reason that, um, I think the reason that uh, her and Charlemagne kind of fell out, or whatever you want to call it, is because of him. Yep. So, well, now you got your homies back, right? You got your crew back. <laughs> Okay, switching what, gears. What would really be dope, or what would really uh-huh. be crazy, is if she go on the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, that would be because I don't think she's she's never been on. I there. don't think she have either. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Well, you know who's not excited about uh, who? who I, actually, I think he was pretty excited because he's a jerk. Fifty Cent. Posted, oh, posted about her divorce because he's petty, but I was gonna switch gears to him and Tierra Marie, girl. <laughs> so Tierra Marie came out with that song, um, basically saying, "I ain't got it." It's a diss track to Fifty because she don't have the money for the legal fees that she owes him, and they're about thirty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And we all have seen his post where he like, Mona, give me my money. I want my money. I am not playing with this girl. (laughs) Well, he might get some of his money because what he has done is probably the pettiest thing I've ever seen in life. Um, He copyrighted the name of her song. I got it. Mm. 
and he's selling merch. <laughs> Girl, you know 50 Cent is a cancer, right? Yep. I just want that. I just want you to know the level. What, what you trying? What you trying to say? I'm, Cancers are petty. I'm just want to say that the level of y'all petty. Is, do, you, do you know what my birthday is? Is beyond me. Oh, okay. I, I find it hilarious. I, I think it's very you smart. You would find. I mean, it is. It is something. It is something <laughs> else. Like, but he's a, he stays on petty all day. Yeah, I turned my petty off. I've learned. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've learned it can't be on all the time. But I'm pretty sure he also be in his feelings, and he probably be crying and balding up, and you know, crying in the shower yeah. and shit. <laughs> That's when he don't post nothing on social media right. for three days. Right, he in his feelings. <laughs> then he be like, "All right, I'm good." Right, he go off. He go off on social media for like three hours back to back posting, and he be like, "All right, cool, I'm back." Right, that's what y'all do. Whatever. Don't be talking about y'all. All cancers are not alike, but all Gemini's are. Oh! <laughs> well, what we're not going to do is have this this um, this little beef battle. This content. We're not going to do that in front and for the <sighs> listeners. What's, what's oh, that? in front of the listeners. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm messing with you. <laughs> um, so last time we spoke, it was right after um, Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, his funeral was on last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he got almost as much media coverage on Thursday as Aretha did. He I did. feel like his funeral was on TV for a good seven hours. Was I felt it? Like I, no. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I missed I missed half of it then. <laughs> no, I know it came on at like 10 or something our time. No, 12 our time. Yeah, it was like 12 and or 1 our time. Stuff was still going on by the time I was getting ready to leave work. Either they was, you know, taking taking the body through the procession or whatever. Through oh, the I didn't know that they, they, uh, they showed the the processional on TV. Yeah, I think on some some of it they did. I saw it um, on people. I saw it on Facebook Live. I didn't see it on yeah. TV. I did watch the funeral at work. I missed. I think what I I missed Marsha Ambrosia singing, but I caught, I did miss her too. Yeah, but I caught the majority of it. I think it was a good funeral. I almost would watch. <laughs> Lord, I'm almost scared to say it. Uh huh. You want to watch it again, nigga? No, hell no, no, no. That's thick. <laughs> that's dark. No, I don't even know. Like this might not even be politically correct. Yeah, but I almost feel like his funeral was better than Aretha's. Um, can you say that? You, I like, don't know how you rank funerals, G. Like <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I think Aretha's funeral might be about a six. But Nipsey is right up there at a nine because they said nigga like 15 times. But I'm going to tell you why <laughs> why I say that. Because Aretha Franklin's funeral went on. like, And they aired it too long. It got to the point where people were leaving. <laughs> they did. The, people, they was at, had... people was at the repast and the funeral was still going on. I don't know who did the program. But they got beside themselves, and they did. it just it like and I was at I was watching it. At, oh, oh no! I was no, watching it no. at home in the comfort of my house, and we went like Ooh, my oh, D went no. out and got a pizza. He went and ran errands. 
<laughs> like I went from the bedroom to the living room and it and, was um... still on. <laughs> It got to the point where I was like, "All right, now I gotta. I'm on. I'm headed to the repast. I gotta go." <laughs> but Nipsey's was like, it felt like a normal ass funeral. Like it was a yeah. few hours. Yeah. And you know, it might normal have been a, for a celebrity is what I'm gonna call it. Yeah, because... that's what I was like. It, it, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was timely for a celebrity. Yeah. Um. So. Um, quick things I'm gonna point out. His mama is probably the deepest person Girl. I've ever like heard speak. And I I mean, I'm a church kid. I went to a mega church. I've seen T D Jakes preach. I've seen like Right. We done seen preach. them all. We done seen them from T D Jakes to Al Sharpton. We done seen them all, honey. And, and they, they ain't got nothing on Nipsey. They ain't mama. got nothing on I'm talking about she pouring out the water for the spirit shot what is it <sighs> I can't Ashen say Ashen. yeah I, I know the first word is Ashen. I don't know the last one um, she, she called, even went so deep where she was like when I got the phone call I was standing up so I was ascending I was said lady, lady girl I said now wait a minute this is too <laughs> I need to go back cause I ain't this deep I need to. I need to figure it out. I was trying to take notes. Like, what? Uh, wait up! <laughs> you know you didn't try to take notes. Like, <laughs> that's a text right there. Like, hold hold on. On. Let me see. She let me said, see if she I can said, tie this back I to the Bible. When I got the phone call, I was bending down to get the hair dryer, and I and stood up, and up to get the call, and my spirit ascended in that moment. Like, <laughs> like, uh, ma'am, I need to have that is. Now they say that the father is supposed to give you peace beyond all understanding. Yes, that peace right there, that right. is beyond beyond understanding. I was like, "What, yeah. girl?" Was, yeah. But the part that she got me, and I messaged you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know where I'm going. Yep. Well, she was like, "I want everybody to be vegans." And stop drinking and stay away from the drugs. I was like, oh. Mm. I was like, I was like, God damn, I just started eating pork and meat again. <laughs> it's the year to pig. the year to pig. But I was so conflicted. I was like. Yeah, I think what she was trying to say there is just try to do better for yourself. Yeah. I don't think. I, I don't think everybody is meant to or could do veganism because nah, that's not veganism easy. Is a bit far. We'll talk about that with uh, <laughs> Mrs. Carter. Uh, <laughs> right. She was but, a little, uh, and I watched her and was like, y'all, y'all gonna keep fucking with me when and trying to convict me and my right. dietary? Okay. <laughs> we'll do, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get her later. <laughs> but um, some key takeaways. Um, from his funeral, which I think are worth talking about, uh, his stepson, um, Lil Wayne's son, yeah, the fact that he had that dream and saw Nipsey by the ocean, yeah, and telling him about paradise and heaven is like paradise. That was crazy, yeah. Um, I like the fact that you could tell that they had a great relationship and he taught that little boy a lot, you know. It, and... Just the le- the level of spiritual awareness mm-hmm. they all have. And mm-hmm. I think it should be something that could be, that should be a takeaway for everybody because a lot of times when dealing with death 
we we deal with it from a stubborn uh mm-hmm. not stubborn but a selfish perspective of oh I lost someone but they yeah. just took it as he is going on to another journey and they right. not looking at it like it was a loss they are they was at peace Joe they was at peace and they out and it also shows it also on that side but on the flip side you know, it was a lesson of how your presence and how you treat people and are you are the people matters. Yes. Um, the second thing that was just a it, revelation because I'm still a bitch, but I'm gonna work on it now. Ooh, now that child. I said it, ooh, Jesus. <laughs> in the Jesus week, you're giving me all this right now. Come on now. <laughs> the second thing was to let people know how you really feel about them. And I say that because of how Lauren, she yeah. said she would watch them sleep. And I do feel like that's kind of creepy, but I can't say that I have done that. You know, you could watch yeah, your kids we, and all that kind of stuff. I've you done know. it a few times, you know. Sometimes because you know, you're like, oh, you're snoring a little loud. But then sometimes you <laughs> hey, just, hey, hey, shut up, homie. Hey, hey, Roll over. Hey, it's right. <laughs> You like, and sometimes you look because you're like, oh, I really like, I love this man. So, like, oh, this is as peaceful as he gonna be today, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. So, right? You're like, I, I get that, but I, I know where you're going with it, and I completely agree. Like when she said that, I like the whole the text that she text read, message, yeah. and just the love that they shared. I was like. You motherfuckers mm-hmm. be thinking y'all cute little Instagram social media relationships is cute. Y'all ain't mm-hmm. y'all ain't got shit on them. Nothing. And another thing she said was we don't possess people. Oh, I'm gonna mess it up. I know what um, you're talking about because that's been rent that has been when she said we experience people like we you know people you know, pe- we mm. she said people how did she say it? She said we People are not our possessions. Possessions, we experience them. Or something yes, like that. girl, I was like, that is that is so profound. True. I, I just it was it was amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just feel like that if if you have to go, you want people to have those type of feelings mm-hmm. when you're gone. You like. If not one person got up there and said he didn't do enough. Not one person got up there and said anything negative about him. It well, was always... Go ahead. I don't think they would. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I don't think anybody would have got up there and said anything negative because, you know, they were yeah, ready. Right. But I, I... Oh, yeah, because they... <laughs> like, all the thugs all, 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 all of them was there. Um, I think, though, that what I what for me it just showed and we both grew up in church how when we and we've been to church funerals or whatever and they always talking about it's not the year that you come in or the year that you leave the world that matters. It's what that dash in the middle is the most important part. Come on now. And just listening to me it it made it showed itself in his life. Because it wasn't his birth or his death. It Mm-mm. what was mostly profound was his life. That's true. Yeah. His dash. His dash. Oh. Um, so the other thing I wanna say, like I'm starting to find the game kind of creepy. Now the rapper of the game. I 
so I have this hate hate relationship with him mm-hmm. now, like mm-hmm. because I feel like he um just doesn't follow his own like advice or like he doesn't practice what he preaches mm-hmm. is probably what I'm trying to say so like so I get it you from Cali you and Nipsey seem like y'all was real all of these damn posts he done put up like a little so some a part of me is like okay I get it you might be grieving but part of me is like nigga mm. are you cloud chasing because 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 prior to him passing, not saying y'all didn't hang out, but I didn't hear you say mm-hmm. nothing about Nipsey. Like, you know, I've at least seen him and Snoop on pictures together or something together. You know, like, it's certain things, like, I could say if I've seen Nipsey somewhere, I've seen him talking to certain people or, like, mm-hmm. the pictures that are out, I've seen him. But, like... Bro, I ain't never seen you say nothing. Now all of a sudden, y'all, y'all the best of friends. You put every other post you put on Instagram is about Nipsey. You jumping down on uh, everybody throw or Kodak Black's throat. Girl, uh, he didn't change about. Uh, he Lauren. didn't change his Instagram profile picture to Nipsey. I know. And so then the other thing is, I don't. Like all the stuff he doing is irritating to me because he's the same man who was like, "Yeah, I fucked mm-hmm. your bitch, and I fucked your bitch, and I fucked your bitch too." And like, but can't nobody say nothing about Nipsey's broad. Say I'm gonna talk to her in a year. I'm gonna give her some chance to grieve. Not saying what Kodak Black said was right, but you jumping down this man's throat when you talking about people's wives and fiancés and they still walking. Okay, I've earth. seen one picture of him them together. And that was the RIP picture. That was the very first one I think he posted a second. Just gonna, you know, do a little bit more. His daughter is so beautiful. That's the only reason I like him because his mm-hmm. daughter. And she out here, yeah. she, she a modeler now? Yeah, a, 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 mot- a, a what now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a model. A model. I can't. It is so funny. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, I'm back. I'm like, yes, she's I a model. <laughs> so I'm all the way in January now. I'm all the way in January and I ain't seen Nip. Jesus, keep me no. near the cross. You just see I all seen her all her modeling. All her modeling. <laughs> another modeling, another modeling, modeling, modeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he ain't got no pictures nope. of Nipsey. He a clout chaser. Because it's cool to miss Nip right now. Right. And I get it, okay? I get it. Because he posted a picture of Diddy and um, and, uh, Kim. Yeah. Kim Porter. Yeah. Yeah, he's on my list of clout chasers. He's definitely a clout chaser. One of the things that 
I never liked about uh I am in October of 2018 people <laughs> one of the things that I never liked about the game mm-hmm. or I was never a fan of um was um when he were rapping his rap he liked to um just name all he, he would name drop. Yeah. Oh, I found the picture that he posted for the RIP picture. It was from June 20th, 2018. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, not to say that he had to like be just posting him like that, but. No, I didn't. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. He is, he's just, he's right. what we said he was. And I'm about to get off his page. Um, he got next. it. Hold on. Is what this, do I got next? Is this him? I know he don't have a picture of Trayvon Martin tattooed on his leg. Yeah, so he has a lot of dead people tatted on him. He wanted. A- he got a he got a Nipsey tattoo, and I forgot who else he got on his chest. But yeah, he get um dead people tatted on him. Girl, <laughs> he mm, okay. Right next, next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So last weekend, or maybe it was weekend before, it was um it was Pride, I guess, in mm-hmm. Miami. And um, Dwayne Wade's son. Uh oh, I'm about Mm-mm. to mess it up. I want to say the right son, um, Zion. I think Zion. Yes, um, he participated mm-hmm. in the parade because he came mm-hmm. out as gay. He he is okay. 11 years old. Um, and a lot of people. So you have two ends of the spectrum. You have a lot of people who are very proud of the way that Gabrielle, Dwayne, and his brother are mm-hmm. supporting I'm him. I'm on that spectrum. And then you have the other people who are like, he's 11 years old. What do he know about being gay? So, um, I feel like he is still young and trying to, you know, figure himself out I don't think at that point you really know one way or the other you, you might have feelings but I don't I don't know I, I but I do appreciate the fact that they're being supportive mm-hmm. of their son That's um, all I was gonna say. but I was watching um, Funky Dineva did you see his video yeah. about it Okay, no, so I did not. He, he made a very valid point. And he said that, you know, we are, people are questioning how is it that he is clear about his sexuality at 11 only because mm-hmm. he's saying that he's gay. Had he, had it been a situation where you know, he like, I got a little girlfriend. I have a crush on this girl. 
at eleven, we wouldn't. We no one, no one would question it. And I think he has a valid point because when it comes to being straight or heterosexual, we don't question people's sexuality at any age. But when somebody comes out as gay, we begin to question it. And it, 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 and he said, how is it that he said sexuality is sexuality? So if you can be okay, Carla? Hello? Let's so, let you go. Yeah, so basically not to, you know, be long-winded and hold you. He, Funky Daniva was just saying that we we question sexuality when it's not what we consider the yeah, norm. normal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so, and for me, that it just, it just was like, hmm. That's true. You because know, if a little boy would have said he had a girlfriend at 11, right? nobody's going to question that if, if because he, that's well, just what you expect. Right. So, and I think that um, people's reaction to it is because it's out of the norm of, of the way we've been taught to think. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. So... I don't have no issue with it. I mean, yeah, long... I don't have no issues at all. I'm just like people are just definitely like you know it's they're the one one end of the spectrum or the other, and then there's the kind of like in between. Like, man, I get what they're saying, but like they should right. still be just supportive of the other child, and that's you know that's kind of where I'm at. But <clears throat> I agree with you and Funky too. Mm-hmm. And um, as far you know, he also made a good point of. You know, it's so many kids out here committing suicide and running away from home and being found dead in these streets because yeah, they don't have that support. They don't have that support and love in their own home. That's true. So, you know, I think sometimes you just have to, you know, get your priorities straight. People's sure. priorities, people don't. People's priorities be off. All the way. Okay. Last story that I have is kind of interesting. I know you probably would like this hoe. But, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lord. It's about uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, I know. So she's on the cup this uh, month's issue of Vogue. Oh, I don't and- know. <laughs> you know and um basically the whole article that goes along with her spread in this month's issue of vogue is about um how she feels like she's found her calling and that she plans on taking the bar exam in the year 2020 and so a lot of people were like how the hell she gonna take the bar exam and she never went to college and she didn't you know she has no degree, yada, yada, yada. Because she's rich. No, that is not the only reason. Because there are four states in the United States of America where you do not have to go to college to take the bar exam. Well, there is a law called reading the law. And you just have to serve an apprenticeship. 
and follow the mandated number of hours before you can take the bar. So I think the states are like Vermont, um, Montana, California. It's like in Virginia. I think those are the four. Uh Montana might be wrong, but I know it's Virginia, Vermont, California, and one other where Uh you could quote unquote read the law. So apparently the past year, um, she's been, you know, doing this apprenticeship with this law firm down in San Francisco. And what sparked all of this kind of goes back to a story we talked about at least a year or so ago when Miss Alice Johnson um, got released from jail and Kim was the primary figure who helped like Donald Trump and um, I think it was Tennessee and I mm-hmm. might be wrong there, but um, helped them get her early release from jail. And so after that, she really wanted to do something about prison reform, but she didn't understand the law. And so that's what sparked it in there. Also, the fact that her father was a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, she all that kind of stuff. But um, I found the article pretty interesting um, just because it shows a different side of Kim. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is the cover of Vogue she's soaking wet in this outfit that don't like, yeah don't she's gonna have no to shit. like you gonna have to you gonna have to figure out the struggle sense like <laughs> you're sexy or you're smart well here's the Which thing one? you can be sexy and smart we you know we don't want to be those girls that's true that's true because i'm sexy and smart uh, we are sexy. You sexy and smart we are sexy damn sexy and smart but <laughs> come on with the sexy damn. sassy and smart but <laughs> uh you know Unfortunately, we live in a world where in order for people to take you seriously, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pull back a little bit. Right. She even joked about it herself um, using the Elle Woods character from Legally Blonde as kind of like a joke. Uh-huh. But she, she said, even though like on my tests, I've been getting hundreds, you know, I'm, at, I'm actually taking this really seriously. So I think, I think if for nothing else for her children she could show them that you know I did this because yeah. her kids are getting older to the point now where if you watch the show you know Penelope and North think they famous and they want to know why the cameramen are always following right. them like- and they can't give them no real explanation she can't say North um, I'm famous because, because of I this. did some I did some stuff with a champagne bottle so right <laughs> But what I was about to say is, speaking of her kids, did you see the Nora's Black Book? Which, which post? The most recent post. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, my God. Did I miss she it? She said, so she posted, they posted a picture of Kim tweeting that she aced her test, by the way. Uh-huh. we are not putting it on the refrigerator <laughs> so she can stop asking it's like she never passed the test before <laughs> <laughs> oh god that this um account is the funniest it's so um, funny it's called nori's black book and all the little jokes that you would think that people would make about the kardashians and they and they posted on here and I'm pretty sure that the Kardashians say it's okay because they be having videos and pictures with no watermarks so it's somebody yeah. who knows somebody who know somebody but it's the funniest I, it's, thing ever it's, it's, they, I'm surprised 
Uh-oh, I called it. I ate it. I wouldn't be surprised if they pay somebody to do it. Yeah, but like I've seen Chloe like comment on them. Oh, like the one with <laughs> on Yeah, birthday. Chloe uh commented. <laughs> she said she was right. crying laughing. So like they end on the joke too, right. but you know, um I think I think it's cool. Congratulations. Um KKW do your thing and show them that you know even though you famous for nothing you, you know still, you could still you do still something smart. positive with your life <laughs> I guess <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back pause <laughs> what okay if want my daddy, Alabama. Mama, Louisiana. Yeah. You mess with that Negro with that Creole. Makes a text Alabama. <laughs> yeah, it's girls' house. We talk to each other all day, every day. Homecoming, baby. Whew. Yeah, I was at work. Just bopping along. Yeah, so I woke up this morning. I had brushed in my teeth. I had put my clothes on, moisturized my face, got all good and ready to go. And I see a notification that Beyonce has dropped the app. Also, Beyonce has tweeted. Oh, wait. What's yeah, going when on I saw here? the tweet, I said, oh, shit, let me get my, let me get my bearings. <laughs> so, uh, let now, me get, was let it a me tweet get... or was she posted on Instagram? She, she did both. She tweeted? And she tweeted, G. We, we we retweeted it, ho. Come on now. First of all, <laughs> I didn't know that. She tweets. She tweets. Let me go to my Twitter. <laughs> what she tweet? Once a year? She's not a regular Twitter person. She is not a regular tweeter. No, she's not. But I need to follow her because when she do tweet, I know it's some shit. <gasps> I'm so done with you. You said she tweets? <laughs> First of all, our whole Twitter account tweeted her today. Let's see. Okay, before today, I'm gonna tell you when the last time she tweeted. I'm doing that tell with the last. Time. The last time she tweeted before today was on June 16th, 2018. I'm okay the, with that. The last time she tweeted before then was June 30th, 2017. Are we following her now? Is the the <laughs> Okay. Wait, the time she tweeted before that was 4-23-16, and that was Lemonade. Before that, it was 2013. She is not a regular That's fine. Tweeter. That's fine. I'm okay with that. She got shit to do. Not like She absolutely does. Not like I'm sorry. Oh, I am following her. Oh, child. Not like I'm sorry. We're asses. child ghetto. Not like all those sorry asses that, you know, ain't got shit to do but sit and tweet all day. Oh, just be on Twitter scrolling, laughing, liking, retweeting all right. days. But yeah, so I um was very excited. I actually, when I first saw it, I thought it was a new album, but then I put the one plus one and two together. You see what I did there? Um <laughs> what I did there okay. uh, I put it all together and realized that it was the album that goes along with the Netflix documentary that came out today mm-hmm. that 
follows her progress and performance at Coachella last year. Mm-hmm. Listen, that album had me dancing all in my car seat the whole way to work. When she got to my hat matches my bag. <laughs> I was like, I swear, I start up. Oh, let me stay in my lane. But Wait, hold on. Thing. The funny part is, we were listening. First of all, I watched and bopped along to that Netflix movie production because right. it is a whole two hours and I, fifteen minutes. I bopped along to that Netflix production as if I did not watch. The Coachella <laughs> performance. Listen, I, I forgot some of the Coachella performance. Well, I was like, oh yeah, oh I remember. Oh yes, I remember. I was like, to the point where I was like, wait a minute, is some of this just for the movie? Then I had to remember, like, oh she did, because then she did two, and she did yeah. one in yellow, and she did one in pink, and I was like, that she did do this shit twice. Yeah, so Coachella is actually two weekends. Right, explaining this to the girls. So like one weekend, the first weekend she did the yellow, and the second, second weekend, weekend she, she did, did pink. the pink. Right, yeah. Because I remember everybody, uh, you know, lost it because she went from yellow to pink. Yeah, I was like, calm down, y'all. This all right? Yeah, but see, but see, the trap have we don't like, like with the trap have. We be excited for her to drop stuff, or we be out, or you know, sometimes it might. The tripod, we like real, fan, like we're, we're like basic fans. So like, yeah, we like we wait for her to drop stuff. We sometimes it might take us a little minute to warm up to a few things. We'd be like, mm, okay, maybe right. I do like it. Right. I like the beehive where they like, oh my god. Let me tell you, the Beehive don't even listen to it. They be like, this is the best album she has put out. You like, have, <laughs> like you, have you played it? Did you push play? I don't have to. No, no I just know it's the best. Right. Be- Beehive was so mad the other day when uh, Omari Hardwick <laughs> double kissed her. Girl. And then the Lacey P Awards went on his account. They, they, oh, <laughs> even though I looked at it too, I was like, what are you? Exactly, but they went on his account and was like, "All right, there, buddy. Right, like <laughs> get yourself together. Yeah, that ain't the trap hive. Trap right, hive, we ain't we ain't doing all that. Like we would have looked at it and just been like, um, that's a little bit much, nigga. Okay, you did much, <laughs> Jay. You ain't gonna handle that. Like a little extra. Yeah, but, yeah. It was back, but back to to the yes. topic at hand. Like I said, I watched it and I bopped along. I have been Beyonce all day because mm-hmm. as soon as I finished watching it, at first I wasn't going to even look for the album because I was like, I'm sure it's on title and I don't have mm-hmm. time to be creating no new email address. <laughs> no new email for your free trial. <laughs> for a free trial title. I was like, I ain't going to do that. So I was like, I'm just going to have to miss out on this album. And then the Lord said, Go to your Apple Music. <laughs> did he? Is that how, is that how the Lord spoke it, to you? What did he say? Now? Okay, so that he was like, "Go to your Apple Music," and so I was like, <laughs> "Let me check. Quit being let me check my Apple Music." You know, that's how me and the Lord talk. It was like, "Let me check my Apple Music." That was the Lord like nudging me along, and so because mm-hmm. he know I'm a Gemini, you can't you you know 
tell me. Mm-mm, he can't tell you right. what to do. <laughs> what you mean? Go to my right. music. I will go there when I'm good. Right. God, so it. I went and I looked and I was like, <sighs> look at here. And so immediately after the, the okay, pause. So <laughs> after I watched all of it, it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to see the Coachella thing all over again. Like after I watched it, and I was like, wow. I I was about to exit out as soon as the credits hit. But the Lord was speaking to me again. And it was like, I better not do that. I better wait. And then I heard, you make me happy. Wait a minute now. I said, what? I said, she about to come out with a new album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I played all that. We got to see the twins and all of that, gl- that gloriousness. Mm-hmm. And then I went and moseyed on over to Apple Music and I played all 40 songs. Listen. All of them. That, th- listen, the transitions on this album are sick. It's the, it's, Let's not even talk about the marching band behind I'm just like, her. It's just the whole Coachella show all over again. Oh, but I I took for granted the music of the Coachella because the visual of Coachella so, was yeah. so dope. But listening to the album, mm-hmm. you hear everything, like all the little all the little slick shit right, in the music. And order um Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Boom, 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 boom. Like, I'm done with you. I was listening to that. Like, I waited till I got in Indiana around all these Caucasian people and put my window down. It was like lift every voice, <laughs> sing. but I'm petty. Boom, boom, I'm boom, petty. Boom, boom. <laughs> you, you you ride through the streets of Hammond, Indiana, playing <laughs> lift every voice and sing. But I'm petty. Oh, okay, nigga. The birthplace of the KKK. Absolutely. But listen, lift y'all listen to lift every voice and sing. Don't yep. That's what I do when I get off work. I get in my car. After them Caucasians, find the blackest last week. Last week it was uh Nipsey. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. Hey, <laughs> I'm done with you. Make them nervous. Can't make even them be like, oh, the neighbors, they, they sticking their heads out the window, opening make them real nervous. Like, wait, it's, it's black people on the block. Hold right. on, fam, they kind of light. I thought they was white. Right. Like, them real nervous around here. Move out of my way. I'm driving. but okay so let's talk about some 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 moments yes okay one moment that shows just the humanity and just the normal normalization if that's a word of (laughs) beyonce and jay-z as a couple and you probably know where i'm going Mm -hmm. When she tried mm-hmm. on that costume and she was just as happy and giddy. Like, look at me, I'm so cute. It's she like, perfect. I can zip it up. She like, right. I can't get it. She was like, somebody call Jay. Put, put Jay on the phone so you can see. 
Right, right. And she's she's standing there just smiling. Just Mm -hmm. just as happy. Good shoot. That's a bounce back right there. But he was like, oh yeah, okay. Right, nigga didn't care. (laughs) He's like, all right. He's like, oh yeah, that's real cute. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh. That's what you, so that's yeah. what you wearing? She, she like, no. <laughs> like, I'm in it, but shit, I ain't moving. Do you see me moving? Right. They was like, yeah, yeah she man. was that. And then, uh, oh, this diet that she got on. When she well, was like, you know, everybody I'm not ain't She was like, I'm not eating fruits, vegetables, meat, carbs, sugar, air. Um, I don't drink water. <laughs> I just suck little sips of oxygen and and think myself <laughs> full. Like, here's the funny part. When she said she was going down everything she does not eat, I yeah. legit was eating everything that she did not eat. <laughs> they Do I, let me tell you. Fruit. Let me tell you. I was drinking my cup of coffee. <laughs> With my cream mm-hmm. and sugar, French vanilla mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. exact, mm-hmm. and eating a bacon, egg, and cheddar cheese sandwich because cheddar cheese is better mm. on my stomach than American. It's the it's the it's a better cheese for your stomach. I'm just gonna tell the view the yeah. listeners. Yes, cheddar. Cheddar. do cheddar, not if American. You are, if Continue. you are lactose intolerant, you won't have to roll with the cheddar if you want to survive. Um, but I was enjoying my bacon, egg, and cheddar cheese on a ciabatta bread. Okay, fancy with your ciabatta roll. Come on now. Meanwhile, Mm. sister girl is talking about how she sipping air, sipping (laughs) air to survive, and I was like, okay, between Nipsey mother and Beyonce, y'all not gonna keep. I'm finna die. Y'all is not gonna keep doing this to me. I was like, okay, but you, yeah, when she was working out, she was like, "Who child? I'm tired." She right. Was, uh, right. She said, "Let me get home to my 511 children." Right. I like the. I like that she let us in to let people know that she's actually normal because <laughs> folks be thinking she a goddess right. or some shit. She like I gained two hundred and. By the time I had them twins, I was 215 pounds. It was an unplanned pregnancy. And I definitely wasn't playing yeah. twins. She said, and they wrecked right. havoc on my body. I was 215 <laughs> pounds. I had high blood pressure, preeclampsia, uh, hypertension. One of the twins decided that he was gonna have a heartbeat on a on a on a beat. He pausing his heartbeats every every <laughs> she like she got rough. She like like, hey, this was she difficult. Was like, this okay, rough. She was <laughs> like, and on top of that, now I've told these folks I'm about to do Coachella this year, and I think she's thinking she said that was her first performance since yeah. having the twins. It and was, she said, and they practiced like for them the six months. Yes, they did. <laughs> like, and she like, so I'm trying to get my body right, not just so that. I, and here's the thing, and I'm glad she made this point. She was like, I am trying to get my body right so that I can get on this stage and perform without passing out. 
Yes. It, it ain't about I'm trying to get my mm-hmm. body right so I can look good in these bodies, these uh, booty shorts and this and this crop top. She's mm-hmm. like, no, I don't want to die. <laughs> <Performing."> right. <laughs> she's like, I have to right. breathe, like, I'm just trying to breathe. Like, <laughs> and y'all, she's like, <laughs> it like, is essential. And y'all not hear it next to me. Like, that's all. <laughs> like, that's, right. So, and right. just, you know, the movement and how she was saying um, how because so much had happened to her body, she she has uh-huh. to like almost reacquaint herself with her body and she that I'm telling you pregnancy will do that, will do that she to was like, you. And it was a struggle because some of the movements took for your own self and person. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know what I'm saying. So all that was just like, it was, it was good. It was interesting. You know, it wasn't. I would have liked to have more behind the scenes. Yeah, but I still enjoyed it. Well, I would just like to congratulate Blue Ivy for choreographing and producing probably the hottest Netflix <laughs> documentary concert that you are going to see little baby Girl. did a good job um she was the vocal coach for the documentary sis did it i'm proud of her she's Wait a only seven years old and she is out Ain't Wait she a minute. my name is for real Nigga, oh, no. God just made it up. Why you be, be believing me, Lord? Put today? Baby, aside, aside on every damn thing, shit. He <laughs> exactly produced uh, two uh, of his second album. Shit. Okay. Damn, well, back to what I was saying. To be called father of a side. Like this nigga is gone crazy. So I would. It would not be far fetched for Blue Ivy to be an executive producer. Hey, it's quite possible she was, and I'm just, uh, I'm just talking. But um, yeah, that it was. Um, uh, I like seeing blue, um, in the Let documentary too. Boy. I think. She tried to go there. She did. I'm just waiting for her first album to Because it felt good. I know that's right. Felt good in your spirit. Come on now, Blue. She said, I I want to do it again because it felt good. (laughs) That's baby, you know. You would tell they burn the sage around them kids. Burning sage, no meat. Meditating, all kinds right. of shit that we don't do with our kids. Right. <laughs> like I taking the kids to islands um, themselves. Like just walk around the island and explore and be free. Be free. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the funniest things though I've been seeing on the internet, basically on Twitter all day, is this girl that's on the front row. She's at the very beginning when they are panning the audience. Like the whole audience is going crazy, and it's like she didn't know Beyonce was about to come up on this stage. Your I saw that. Is wide open, and she just standing there like, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! 
<laughs> like she she was in it. I was like, yes, mama, it is Queen B. Close your mouth. The full bug flying right. in California. But what in the I want to know is <laughs> which one of y'all who was the girl? Because she said on the album and she said in the video. She was like, How you got my outfit on already? Who are you, sis? Show yourself. <laughs> and what? I wanted to see her too, but I think she was too far back. She's like, She got like, it on already. Who are like, you, how sister? she got it on and already? And show yourself. Because you know, first of all, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> you know it was a sis. It was, you know, it was. Yep. Like, it wasn't a sister, mm-hmm. it was a sis. Yeah, like it was sis. What up, sis? What up, sis? Who sis? are you, and how did you get privy mm-hmm. to change? Did you just change? I have questions for her. I would like to... you got a cousin backstage. Like interview her. Like, what's like, going on? How did you know the outfit? How? When did you change? How did you change? How? How? Mm-hmm. What? When? Where? Why? And how? I need to know all of it. I think it was the second weekend. Unless she was because that would have gave the person a a chance at least to I'm order to the go, sweater. I'm gonna off have to go internet. back then. Yeah, because I don't remember if she had on pink or yellow when she was talking yeah, to I'm gonna Shorty, have to, but I'm gonna have to yeah, go back she... and watch that part and see if she had if she had on a pink, no, something else happened. But if she had on the yellow no, I'll take that back. The yellow was the first weekend. Wearing. If she had on the yellow, then I still want to know how, what, when, where, why. But if she had on the pink, it, right. kinda, it, it makes some room for some stuff. But she was like, how you got on my outfit? And you changed so fast. Right. But I, it had to right. be the yellow for her to say that. I need her to show, I need her to show Maybe. himself. Maybe. We're going to have to go I back. Want her to show We're going to have to go back and watch That's it. That's all. I want to know. Who you are, and the beehive better not try to come for her because, ma'am, she ma'am, is, show yourself, please. She is They're the president, vice president, CEO, founder of I'm sure. the, of I'm sure. the beehive. To the do beehive. that, to pull that off, y'all, mm-hmm. please. You think you're, you're a Beyonce fan, right? Um, it was something else. Like, okay, so. I would just like to say and we have added a new song to the Black Barbecue playlist mm-hmm. <laughs> with that Beyonce before I Look, let you I told my cousins so I, I like listening and watching it I was planning um, if I get married and if I have a day <coughs> um, uh-huh. so uh-huh. me and my sister will be doing the um to check up on it, Pacho. We we will be doing that. You know, she don't have okay. to give me a, a sister speech or anything like that. Just you know, they're gonna be like, we're gonna need Phyllis daughters to come to the flow, and we just gonna do that. And okay. then at the okay. last song to be played at the reception will be "You Make Me Happy." It would be that version. It would be Beyonce's version. Yeah. And like I told my D, I said, um. The people can cha cha slide their ass right on home. Right on out the door. That's not, yeah. Electra slide it right on out yeah. the door. Yeah. Okay, that would be now. The last song. It would let people it, know this is the last song of the night, people. We about to roll it out. Mm-hmm. I want everybody on the dance floor. Get out your seat. Come to the dance floor. Get this last yeah. dance in. 
because I in the after this I am shutting down the DJ booth and we are going home. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but you know they about to play that at graduations. That is about to be graduation <sighs> songs. That well, not graduation songs, but like at the end of the graduation when they marching out. That is about to be yeah. the barbecue song yeah. of the summer. That is about to be the yes. wedding song Everybody. of the sun, like the the reception song of the summer. It is going to be just lit. Mm-hmm. And yep, I what I liked was the combination of she did two of the blackest songs. So yep. You got to be a music lover to peep that. Because when I heard that. Come on bump, now, sis. Bump, 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 bump. You are crazy. But yeah, so if you haven't had a chance to <laughs> listen to it or watch it, you done, we done spoiled Shit. it for you. But um definitely I'ma watch it again. I know Fee probably yeah. gonna watch it again, and I'm definitely gonna listen listen multiple times uh check out homecoming on netflix and um everywhere you can stream music and a bonus to that um lemonade is about to be released on all streaming services come so through because I, I definitely was like i feel like i need to uh revisit lemonade have I, feel, Beyonce I, feel like I needed to revisit yeah. lemonade so lemonade is going to be av- I think it might already be available. If not, it's the, I think it's the end of no, this I, month. I look um, lemonade is going to be available on all streaming services um, real, real soon. Um, so you will be able to get your dose. <gasps> Bitch, uh, wait a minute. Say. No, hell no, that ain't it. Sorry, sponsor off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, it is time for Ain't That Some Shit. Um, what you got, sis? Okay, so um, pull this on up. Man charged in five-year-old, five-year-old's Mall of America filed told the police he had a plan to kill. So I don't know if you heard the story. Um a little boy was either thrown or pushed off a balcony inside of America. America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the man who did it is now saying that he went to the mall like the day before, just looking to kill somebody. He wanted to. Yeah. He said he he had planned to kill an adult standing near the railing, but chose the kid the next day. He went one day and um, I guess he didn't see anybody. So when he went the the next day, he saw the little boy, and so he just no, he chickened out because you know ain't no grown person go right. That but bullshit. he he um had a history of criminal problems, and I want to say that he had some type of um psychological issues going on. You, you think because he is from Chicago. Oh God! And his police record in in Chicago has multiple charges, including theft, assault with a deadly weapon, and battery. 
And that was his 2014 arrest record. Not to mention that he um, he was he had got banned from the Mall of America because um, one year he threw water and tea at a woman because she refused to buy him something. Okay. Yeah, so he was supposed to go under psychological evaluation and he never did. Um, There was an incident in Chicago where he was at the Golden Nugget restaurant and (laughs) the um, Golden Nugget. Right, and one of the employees was like, she, you know, retold the story of how he was in there, he was eating, um, his car declined, he was on the phone, um, I guess with the bank or whatever, trying to figure out what was going on. And a man was sitting next to him and said in Spanish that he was going to move because um, the man stunk. And he understood what he said and attacked him and tried to stab him to death. And was, you know, just went off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the man was sick. He was crazy. <clears throat> and the little boy is still in the hospital. I think he's still fighting for his life. Um and yeah it's just crazy the fact that I brought the story up because one he was from Chicago and then two because he was supposed to have psychological evaluation and he it was court order but obviously he never went through with it and so we need to do better with our mental health and in regards mm-hmm. of that nature because it sounds to me like he should have been in some type of mental health facility and you know, because it just sounds, it just sounds like he was off to me. It sounds like he was off. But De- on the flip side, in that article, he did say that what he did was wrong. So I don't, I don't know how that worked. So okay. they have arrested a suspect um, for setting fire to the three Louisiana historically black ch- churches. Um, yeah, they are charging him with a hate crime. At first, they when the the fire started, they tried to dismiss it as a hate crime. But it's like, how when it's three historically black churches? Like, you don't think that shit random? Like, have you not ever heard of the civil rights movement? Like, so right. Um, the man, which I'm not going to repeat his name and give him that even that mm-hmm. justice. Um, he has been charged with, let me see if I can, um, committing arson. He's a charge of, uh, how did it go? It got, um, it was, let me see if I can find it again. Wait a minute. His charges was upgraded because, um, he is being facing two counts of simple arson of a religious building one count of aggravated arson of a religious building and three hate crimes, three counts of hate crimes. And one of the churches almost, um, it was so close to somebody else's house that it almost um, set the other per- the people's house on fire. Luckily, they were able to get the family out and everything was fine. But he, here's crazy. the crazy part. So, um, when the police arrested him, they found like oil fabric, I guess that you use to make fires. They found like he had that in his bag. 
and it matched the, the, the fabric that they saw in the churches. He had um, a lighter in his bag. He had photos of the churches and he took pictures like as they were um, becoming inflamed and after they burned mm-hmm. down. He also um, had clippings of the newspaper articles about these churches and put his name I guess what they were saying, the suspect, he put his name basically saying, you know, I'm the one who did it. Like, he wanted his credit for it. So, mm. yeah, he tried, he um, pleaded not guilty to all charges. He was denied bail. Um, and the judge was like, the amount of pre- evidence presented and the seriousness of the large crime made him a continued risk. So, yeah, he going to jail. He going to jail for a long time. And they are, I believe they are trying to raise money or they are raising money to get those churches back up and running. And, you know, I know that it was a tragic fire in France with the um, Notre Dame church. But I don't want us to forget about these churches in Louisiana as well. Yeah, I actually posted something on my profile earlier today uh-huh. that um, donations are starting to pour in to rebuild these okay. churches in Louisiana. Uh, and I think people are actually started um, donating money after um, the Notre Dame um, Cathedral started burning down. Um, and that was actually going to be my story that, like, you know, people... I understand that um, the Notre Dame Cathedral is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a historic landmark uh, in the in the world. Like people, that's one of the that's on people's bucket list to see. Especially if you go to Paris, France. I made sure I went to go see it when I was in France, and so you know I understand its significance. Um, but what I don't, what I didn't like about that situation is we had this situation happen here in the United mm-hmm. States, and forty five didn't say a month. Of course, I think about that. But because with the Notre Dame Cathedral, you want to pledge money with these millionaires to help rebuild this Catholic right. church when Flint still has dirty ass water. So like. You know, that's my, that, you know, that's where I was going right. to go. Right, yeah, like they, um, they the care about story. what they want to care about. And they continually show us that they don't care about us. I have um, one more story, and this is the last one. So, um, the survivor and Nipsey Hussle shooting, Larry Lathan, the one that <sighs> they are. Yeah. Well, he it, he has been arrested, and he is still in jail. He is now in a wheelchair and he, you know, he was just saying how at first they tried to, um, they arrested him at first saying that um, he, because he He was hanging out with the They tried to make it like he was an eyewitness, but now they're trying to say Mm -hmm. that because he, you know, violated his parole or whatever. And he's saying neither one could be true. He was saying that he just spent 25 years in jail. Um, he's been in jail since he was convicted 
1994. And he said, so that would make Nipsey seven or eight years old. He said that he was around 31 or 32. So he was like, he did not know Nipsey at all. He didn't even know Nipsey was going to be at the store. He went to to buy a shirt and a change out of the shirt he had on because it was dingy and they were going to visit a family. And at and wow. when it was at the store, Nipsey was there and he just asked Nipsey the shirt that he wanted, when was it going to be in stock? And Nipsey was told him it would be that next, you know, the following week. And, you know, they took mm. pictures and he was like, and after that, that's when things went all bad. He said the man oh, came, man. you know, the shooter came back and started mm-hmm. shooting. He said he got shot. He got on the ground. And he said while he was on the ground, all he saw was people running. So he was like, he didn't know Nipsey. So they have no affiliation with each other. He said they just trying That's to put crazy. that on him because Nipsey was a gang, you know, Nipsey was gang affiliated. But he was like, I didn't right. know Nipsey. He said, I did not know Nipsey until... He was like, my first and last time ever meeting that, meeting Nipsey was at before the shooting. And uh, he's saying that they're not treating him right in prison. He's not getting the proper care that he needs. They refuse to give him pain medicine. So he does have a GoFundMe uh, to try to raise money for his medical attention and attorney fees. But it's just unfortunate that and, it is. and this is the thing that we don't realize as a race is that we deal with trauma and we need to be a little bit more uh, empathetic with each other because we dealing with some yes. real traumas. We de- seeing and dealing with shit that some people wouldn't dare see in their lifetime. And so I just thought that it's unfortunate that here it is, you're a victim and now you're treating me like a crim- a, crim- a criminal, and now he did nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's all I have this week. Well, I think that is just enough. We will be <laughs> right back. Okay. We are back, everybody, and it is time to finish it with some positive that- vibes. Mm. What did you I say? said positive vibes. Positivity. Positivity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have anything? So, well, the only thing that I have I learned about on okay. Monday. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. No. Oh, yes, you do. Okay, so Monday, me and sis hung out for a little bit. We went to go see one of our favorite gospel artists. His name mm-hmm. is Jonathan McReynolds. Um, I'll just call him friend and gospel artist because I've known him for a little bit. And um, in the middle of his show, he was talking about a nonprofit come, come organization that. Come, 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 girl. Um, see, see, see. That uh, a non-for-profit organization called called Compassion, um, where you can sponsor a child. Um, so the money um, from your support goes to medical care, food, 
mentoring, safe environments, things like that. And so uh, Jonathan had a touch of video because he has a child in uh, Ecuador and two children in Uganda. Uh, and so this is just a way that um, if you don't have a child, you could help a child in need um, in a um, third world country. So you can head over to compassion.com if you have a if you sh- if you would like to put in your birthday you could share a birthday with a child or you can just pick a specific country that you would like to help out with um and i think the lowest payment is $38 mm-hmm. a month we blow that on brunch um so it is a a, a christian centered organization but focused on children so i think I did it's pretty think dope that that was so so i guess it. what i have something I have some things. Well, Ooh. I have two things, but I'm just gonna. I say, I say the other one. Um, I just saw this today. Um, so in Chicago now, they have created a tool to help. Let me read the. Let me just read the the title right. Black women in Chicago have a new tool to help with all their pregnancy questions, and this stems okay. from. Um, uh, an agency called the Cord, and they give free news and information services um, for pregnant people and for pregnant women. And I guess women of color, they probably serve and they probably help in more underserved um, communities. And they started this. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's all it's called the Cord. So they it's a subscription service, and it's called the Cord. It's called the core. The core. The core. And they created the service because women felt like, black women felt like when they went to the doctors, they just wasn't comfortable asking certain questions in regards to their pregnancy. And, um, you know, for black women, and I didn't even know that it was going on a lot in Chicago, I mean, in Illinois, but. the black mortality rate for black women yes, in Illinois are six now. times more likely to die from pregnant pregnancy related conditions than their white card of counterparts. So, and so this wow. is a great thing because there is a new issue with racism within the healthcare industry, which often causes black pain to not be taken seriously. So, you know, I thought that this was pretty cool. You know, I can remember, um, I could just, you know, not only just being pregnant, but I can recall some times where you've been to the doctor for ache or pain and they kind of just brush it off like, oh, it's nothing. And and you have to almost demand them to check you. Yeah. This it's actually it's true, um, and, and I hate to say that because I do mm-hmm. work in the healthcare industry. But like, if you're more knowledgeable, I'll I'll just say it that way. I don't want to say it in a negative way, but like, if you're more knowledgeable, they'll right. take you a little bit more seriously because they feel like you kind of know what you're talking about, you know, and that kind of thing. Because I could say for like myself, you know, I've had some things come up like recently and then just be like okay this is not normal something's going on 
X, Y, and Z. And because of, you know, the way I can vocalize the problem and what's going on. Right. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. But everybody's not able to do that. And so it makes it, it, you have those problems where patients don't get taken care of. counter way of just trying to get you in and out, you know. And it's almost oh, like yes. they want they want to see you but don't treat you. But this story mm-hmm. makes almost what brings me back when I went into labor with my youngest son because with my mm-hmm. oldest son I was at a more put together hospital with my youngest son I went to a lower level hospital. We'll just say due to mm-hmm. insurance, but. I, I wasn't, I was given a, um, what are they called? The, the, the women who help give birth. No, not a doula. A doula? The word? A midwife. A midwife. And I, you know, I was going for my weekly checkups and my last checkup, I had noticed that she wasn't checking me to make sure I was, you know, she wasn't checking me to see if I was um, dilating or anything like that. And I vocalized and I said, you know, aren't you going to check me to see where I'm at? Because I'm in my ninth month. These are my weekly checkups. And I remember from my older son, that's what they did. And she did. And she was like, oh, I can't let Mm -hmm. you go home. But it was like, how was you going to know that? And I'm not shading midwives because I think that. I actually, I see midwives before. Right, because I would say I think midwives, you know, on the flip side of that, it, so she, she made me, she checked me, she told me to check in and it was her who was like, okay, after I had sat in the hospital for a day and my, like, it was one of those things where I was dilated, like I was dilated, good and dilated, but my mm. body wasn't doing anything else. I wasn't contracting. And she was like, right. she came back to see me and she was like, why are you still sitting here? Like, why you ain't, she was like, you ain't mm-hmm. had this baby. And I was like, no, nah. she was like, the purpose of me having them to check you in, but so that they can go ahead and, um, Induce my labor. Induce your labor. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought that that was cool. Um, and I hope that it passes along. And if you are expecting, take advantage of it. Take care of yourself. Ask questions. If the doctor that you have uh, is not satisfactory, find a new one. And just because, um, you know, you have a fancy hospital in your city or whatever, that doesn't mean that they might not accept your insurance there. Um, most hospitals accept Medicare and Medicaid public aid type programs. So if you're not happy with your health care provider, you can feel free to, you know, call, check out your a better facility if that's what you feel like mm-hmm. you need to do. So there's that. All right. Go on and let go on and let. All right, you guys, people. Thank you for. Wait a minute. You want me to do the whole spelling? And I'm not doing that. I just want to say my thing. <laughs> That's all I want to 
what you mean? <laughs> oh, I'll do, right. the, I'll do yeah. the important things. Okay. All right. You guys know how to reach us. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can send us an email at the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. And it has All right, guys. Been a show. And your business be a blessing. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>